The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamualaikum and welcome to the Book Club Show on Inspire 105.1 FM. The time is 10 o'clock on Tuesday, the 25th of February. I am your host, Imrana. I hope you have had a wonderful morning so far. Maybe a little bit chilly out there, but not to worry because spring is around the corner. Um, we are going to head straight over to a track by Baraka Blue called Love and Light. <laughs> Light. May your wrongs be right, may your songs be tight, may your words give sight, may your newer shine bright, may you always be on the righteous side of the fight, may your lovers be loyal, may your soil be fertile, may your khaki stay creased, may your locks stay oil, may your plans never get foiled, may your plot thicken, may your chicken be halal, may your style be sufficient, may your soul be free of its prison, may Allah increase you in your vision, may you find everything you've been missing. May you awake for prayer before the sun has risen When you speak, may your audience listen May you never feel trapped in a system May you sire many righteous children Who will act on prophetic tradition May you always have food on your plate May you learn from every mistake May you rise above all the hate And may Allah increase you in your state May you never pretend that you are what you ain't May your friends be real and never be fake May your rent never have to be late and may your health always be great May Allah forgive every sin Now and forever if you falter again And may you always stay close with your kin And may he make all your enemies friends May he make reality of your plans May your present be pleasant May you have a good end May your heart be purified of his flaws And may you act according to the laws That were revealed in the book of Allah And may he catch you whenever you fall May the one guide you to the truth and when you doubt, may he show you the proof. May you be like the Ahala Suf. With the wisdom of the elders, the energy of the youth. May he accept your prayers and your fast. The very first, all the way to the last. And remove obstacles that you have. And may you receive everything that you ask. May you never have regret for your past. And receive mercy, not the wrath. And as you travel down your personal path, may you always have a reason to laugh. And that was Baraka Blue's Love and Light. I absolutely love that track, especially um, first thing in the morning. I think it's really um, kind of a get-go thing. And obviously the du'as are absolutely beautiful. Um, so it is Tuesday, the 25th of February, just past 10 o'clock. I'm your host, Imran, and this is The Book Club Show. And I'm really, really excited today uh, to be joined by an awesome guest who is Avas Khan, who is the author of the book, In the Company of Strangers. Um, now, Avas has joined us um well, from London, but technically from Pakistan. So um, even more exciting to have him um, as a guest. I am going to go and straight really to the blurb of the book to give you a background of what this is about. And obviously today, if you do have any comments or questions um, about the things that we discussed today, you can call in on 01582481822 or you can WhatsApp in on 0779481822. Um, we are also on Facebook Live. So the website is www.inspirefm.com fm.org and you can also catch us there um so the blurb for in the company of strangers lahore a city of secretive glamour whispering elites and sordid affairs mona has almost everything 
money, friends, social status. Everything except for freedom. Languishing in her golden cage, she craves a sense of belonging. Desperate for emotional release, she turns to a friend who introduces her to a world of glitter, glamour, covert affairs and drugs. There she meets Ali, a physically and emotionally wounded man years younger than her. Heedy with love, she begins a delicate game of deceit that spirals out of control and threatens to shatter the deceptive facade of conservatism erected by Lahori society and potentially destroy everything that Mona has ever held dear. So that is an intriguing blurb. And to be honest, even what, as I speak, I'm just like this. Um, I mean, obviously, there'll be topics today that we um, are going to talk about. which might be something that we don't really necessarily hear when it comes to um, Pakistan. I think that's what makes this book so important in terms of the themes that it tackles. But I am going to introduce um, Avas um, now, who basically is, obviously, as I said, the author of In the Company of Strangers. He's a graduate of Western um, University and Durham University. Um, and he is an avid reader and a writer um, all his life and decided to take the plunge and study novel writing and editing at Faber Academy in London. Uh, he's also the founder of the Writing Institute, one of the largest institu institutions for creative writing in Pakistan. He is represented by Annette Crossland at A for Authors Agency Limited. And In the Company of Strangers is his first novel. Assalamu alaikum, Abbas. Wa alaikum How are you, Imran? Alhamdulillah. Really, really well. How are you? I'm good. Nice to be in Luton. Fantastic. That's the best <laughs> thing to say. We already won over. How was your commute into Luton, though? Um, it wasn't too bad, actually. Good. I just, uh, but I had to wake up a little early sure. in order to catch a train. I didn't want to be late for the show. No, no, exactly. And that was very good because I'm late everywhere. So, you know, that's, that's a good yeah. start. Um, so can we we start by talking a little bit about your inspiration really for this book in the company of strangers well um the inspiration behind this was that uh, there's a general perception in the west that uh, pakistan is just a country of you know um poor people and yes. shanty towns mm. so i really wanted to show that you know an alternate life uh, also exists and that uh, there are people uh, who follow the latest trends and who buy all these expensive things and you know i just wanted to show that an alternate mm. side exists to Pakistan. So that's the main inspiration behind it. Sure. Okay. And no, I think absolutely right because, and it happens a lot, I think, for people in the living in the West. So not obviously just towards Pakistan, but any what they would call in quotation marks developing countries. Exactly. This idea that actually um, it's always presented, yeah, as being poor and almost destitute, but actually you don't get to see the wonderful richness that exists, but also the, the I guess, as you as it alludes to in the blurb the the elite i guess society exactly. as well yeah. um so why did you pick that in particular do you think in the, in terms of um i don't know a particular community so to speak in pakistan because uh, that's the one I have most experience with. So, right, okay, okay. so as, as I say that, you know, a writer is first in the observer. So that's what mm. I observed over the years. And I decided sure. to write about that. Okay, no, that's yeah. definitely, yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. And yeah. we always, I think any art form, I think almost starts that way, where it exactly. is about what you're observing and what you've yeah, experienced and you, yeah. and you take from that. So that's, that's really... how it's convincing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. the idea of... of kind of being authentic as well and yeah. and just the idea that these are things that aren't always spoken about and aren't always uh, maybe given um, a, a platform almost and do you think that the in terms of um the impact then that maybe the subjects that you've tackled in the book so obviously some of them I mean I might not be right to say taboo necessarily but just those conversations that we wouldn't maybe have over the dinner table you know you're kind of having those um through the book so do you think that's or how that's impacted people's perceptions of of Pakistan um or well, society yeah yeah I mean I had a lot of western uh, readers mm. come back to me and they were like we had no idea that these kind of things existed in Pakistan sure. and you know that this book does change our perception of Pakistan. Yeah. But uh, at the same time I didn't feel that I could lie about Pakistan, yes. you know. So that's why I had to show all facets of life mm. in Pakistan. So a lot of people might say that you know why have you shown uh, that uh, yeah. ter terrorism in Pakistan but sure. uh, the fact is that it used to happen back yes. in the day sure, okay. so it was very important to uh, yeah, sort yeah. Of be truthful about everything no absolutely yeah. and do you think though because um, that is one of the things I was thinking because as you read the book obviously initially um, it, it is talking about this kind of 
glamorous lifestyle where you know you've got models and fashion shows and and obviously that is an aspect that actually if you if if like me sometimes you might watch um a particularly urdu channel or, or something you know we know that this goes on and there there's you know i mean fashion pakistani fashion is amazing right yeah. i mean we you know everyone wants to go back to pakistan and shop um and so there's a, this beautiful kind of a heritage heritage i guess in terms of our culture um and then you kind of do get a sense of that quite early on in the book. But then, you know, as you mentioned, this this concept of, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, a small minority of, of extremists, which obviously leads to um, the theme of terrorism in the book. So whereas I understand what you're saying, that you want to be authentic to, you know, what Pakistan's reality has been. Yeah. Um, do you think, though, for then readers in the West, it might perpetuate that kind of um, stereotype almost? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. But uh, I, I mean, I made sure that the focus would be on the uh, high society of Pakistan when I was writing yes. the novel. And that's where the uh, sort of the book is like it revolves around their lives. And mm. uh, terrorism is only like it plays a sub. It's like al almost like a subplot. And yes, that's what it sure. is in life sure. about, you know, that's what it is in mm. life in Pakistan. It's yeah. not it doesn't govern us or it doesn't rule us. True. So no, that's no, what absolutely. I wanted to show as well. OK, sure. No, no, absolutely. And I mean, uh, with a similar question. So we had um, uh, a question from um, Sadaf and it's kind of I guess something what we've said but in, in addition to that but I'll read out the question so it says it's a compelling uh, it's compelling reading but left with uncomfortable feeling and sadness why did the author uh, feel need to the perpetuate already well-found worldview of Pakistan being linked to terrorism and views about male dominance male dominance mm. um Yes, so I, once again, I think it's very important, although it's a work of fiction, but it has to be grounded in reality to some extent. Mm. So um, it's not today, but maybe a few years back, this was the reality of Pakistan that we mm -hmm. were in f living in fear and uh, it was sure. terrorism was very much, a, mm -hmm. a, you know, a reality. So I thought it was very important because that's the time the book is based on. So, sure. uh, so that's yeah. why I wrote about it. And male mm. dominance is something that Pakistan is mm -hmm. uh, sort of uh, going through even yeah. today. So sure. it's, it's, a, it's a big part of Pakistan. And sure. a lot of people are talking about it now. And that's mm. why I felt that it was very important to talk about it too, about how male dominance mm -hmm. uh, sort of can ruin lives as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the best thing really is in terms of the characters in the books, obviously that the blurb mentions the main character, which is um, Mona, who is obviously part of this, I guess, you know, um, elite society. She's married to, you know, a wealthy businessman, you know, her, her friends, or one of her closest friends is obviously um, in the fashion industry. Um, so the idea, I guess, you know, your characters, they are, quite well-rounded in terms of you can really um see their stories in you know through yeah. them um and the struggles i guess with the fact that they are in some ways with men who in some yeah i guess are overpowering um so in one sense you know the idea of living in a patriarchal culture of course that's across the board you know it's the same with the west whether yeah. you know or wherever you might be um so do you feel that i mean with said this question this idea that you know she's maybe been left with a a feeling of you know being uncomfortable do you think it's important as a writer then that some well yet yeah, to cause that kind of discomfort uh, or, yeah, I, yeah i did want people to feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable that was the whole point of the novel because mm -hmm. it uh, showcases that side of pakistan so i thought sure. that you know people should know what it's like uh, what life is like in pakistan mm -hmm. Uh, even uh, for people who are extremely privileged and who live in like a so-called so mm. bubble, yeah. that life is still very hard for mm -hmm. e for women. Uh, mm -hmm. Like there is very little freedom for them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, no matter how much money you have or how much education you have, you still have, th you still live in that sort sure. of uh, fear of, yeah. uh, you know, that patriarchy or. Yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah. And definitely, I think almost even as Pakistanis ourselves, yeah. whether we're living in the diaspora or, or, you know, in Pakistan, there might be actually that notion that, oh, no, but, you know, the, the, the rich Pakistanis, they must have a really glamorous life. And, and obviously, yeah. and, and it's true, you might not really, I guess, appreciate that women, if we are in situations where there is abuse occurring, um, whether it's emotional, <laughs> physical, um, yeah, obviously, whether it's money or not, I guess, doesn't yeah. uh, make a difference. I, yeah. I feel Pakistan is very much like Instagram, you know? Sure. You see something like <laughs> yeah. Pakistani high society. You yes. see something and the reality is completely different. So that's oh. that's what it is. It's totally yeah. like Instagram, you know? Yeah, what you yeah, see yeah, is yeah. not... Ex 
what's really going on. No, exactly. Yeah. And and when we, um, I'm just looking, because obviously we have so many um, Pakistani dramas that, you know, I know lots of people watch. Um, and again, do you think that then the media in Pakistan or just generally is doing enough then to, because obviously these, if, if we're saying that this is a truth that we don't always get to talk about, yeah. then is there enough being done in terms of the empowerment of women or, or you know, trying to dismantle, um, I guess, you know, what what I think we nowadays, you know, term as toxic, you know, masculinity? Yeah, I think these days uh, media and a lot of women are doing a lot mm-hmm. uh, for women empowerment. Even men are doing a lot. But mm. uh, it's it's a concept that's so deeply rooted in Pakistan that it's not going to. Mm-hmm. go away easily sure. so yeah I mean addressing it and talking about it is a good way to sort of bring it out in the open and you know mm. sort yeah. of f- find a way to get gender equality and you know yeah. all of these things yeah. yeah exactly and even actually I, I mentioned it um, during the last show as well because even when we talk about gender um, inequality because even living mm. here in the UK we, we you know we had just a very recent case of a very well known journalist Samira Ahmed who's um, took um, her uh, case to court about um, not being paid obviously the same as her male yeah, counterparts yeah. and this gender pay gap is obviously a very big deal so even you know it might be that living in the west you know as we were saying earlier that we might look down upon other countries but actually we ourselves are experiencing it maybe they manifest in really different ways yeah. um, so as and I guess coming back to the interesting thing then how did you feel as a male writer because obviously you've got Mona who's a, the main protagonist who's female mm-hmm. um, you then are exploring her relationships not only with um, her husband um, Bilal but then obviously with um, Ali who mm-hmm. is this you know uh, good looking model and he obviously has his own struggles um so how did you then feel as as somebody as a man writing about things like domestic abuse and you know misogyny and 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 things like um you see the interesting thing about being a writer is that Mm. you you're uh you sort of don't think about yourself when you're writing so your Mm. characters sort of take over okay so when you're writing it's all about the character so if a character comes to you you sort of it takes a life of its own sure so uh, the writer sort of takes a back seat like mm. the thoughts and the feelings of a writer they take a back seat and the character has to you sort sure. of let the character do the thing okay so yeah, yeah i mean i uh, it's kind of like two pr- protagonists so i sort mm. of let them do whatever they wanted so yeah. they sort of assumed a life of their own yes exactly so yeah, that's yeah. i think that's what being a writer is that you you can't let your gender mm. or your personal thoughts or feelings come mm-hmm. into the way of the narrative sure okay yeah. and then the the um what we were talking about earlier in terms of what inspired you so do you so i mean we had a question um uh from uh rosina so thank you for the question and and she was saying that what inspired um the characters you know themselves in terms of in terms of your writing hmm. what inspired the characters yes uh, well, let, let me just actually let me just double check i've got the wording yeah. Right, otherwise, <laughs> I'm just, yes. Yeah. So um, it was a WhatsApp. Uh, so the question is, um, what was the inspiration for the characters in the book? What was the inspiration? Yeah, so once again, yeah. I, um, because that is the kind of society I sort of move around sure. in. So yeah. I really, so this, this is kind of, like, kind of like based on years of observation. Mm. So it, a lot of people come up and ask me that, who is this pe- person based on? Like, okay, who is this yeah. person whose story you've written? I'm like, it's not just one person. It's like a culmination of yeah. everything that I've observed over the years. Sure. So it's not just one person. So inspiration is like all around us. Yeah, yeah. And it could be like 20 people who, you know, sort of added mm. to this character, you know. Yeah, sure. So it's kind of like that. And did you have much reaction from from the, you know, people in your circles, I guess, that, you know, who when they read the book, what was their reaction to it? Uh, well, yeah, that, that, a lot of people came up and asked me, the, who is this woman oh, right, in real life? They want to know. know they, <laughs> they were quite excited, you know, to, yes. uh, to, to know who this person actually is. But right. Yeah, I yeah, was like, sure. it's obviously fiction. Yeah, yeah so exactly. It's, it's not remember just that. any one woman. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's really quite interesting, I think. And what you said, the whole notion of, of writing itself and the way that you you need to be authentic to the character, I guess, that you're writing about. Exactly, yeah. um, now, what obviously the I guess this the um, between Mona and Ali then, because Mona being from the elite society, whereas Ali's going through struggles in terms of um, in terms of money. And yeah. so, were you also trying to explore um, the gap, I guess, between rich and poor? Would you say that's 
that's fair yeah that yeah. that is a, a, a very uh, much a reality uh, mm. in pakistan and uh, th- there is so much disparity mm. between the rich and poor that you know it uh, we sort of uh, Uh, living in Pakistan, we sort of get immune to it. But mm-hmm. now that you know, you think of it, that mm-hmm. it's like people begging on the streets and others parading on posh avenues. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, mm-hmm. it is a very different yeah. kind of world. It's a very disparate yes. world. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it was very important to show that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I guess then how potentially Ali ends up in quite a difficult situation because I guess he's trying to support his family. Mm. Um, you know from the beginning of the book that modeling is, you know, all that kind of world is something he wanted to leave behind. But yeah. it's because he's trying to, because obviously his um, brother has um, yeah. a, an accident and, and needs obviously um, an operation and I think prosthetic leg yeah. and things. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously he needs to, Yeah, I mean, just some get money. Yeah, so, uh, the p- yeah. the point behind Ali's uh, story was that I wanted to show that uh, male mm-hmm. models are also exploited in Pakistan. So it's sure. not only female exploitation that mm-hmm. happen that is happening in this industry because mm-hmm. that this one is also it's, yeah. it's it's happening quite a lot. Sure. So I wanted to show that side as well. That, yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely. Not just uh, women who are suffering through this. It's like yeah. it's like a it's like a plague you know yes <laughs> that's yes, affecting sure. these people yes exactly yeah. and that's i mean that's a really important point and now that you've raised it i didn't even thought about it in that way actually yeah. but it's true i think because modeling is something you always think about the objectification of women yeah but actually that industry is is basically lives on yeah i mean kind of exploitation of, yeah. of anybody who's involved exactly, isn't it so yeah. yeah that's really yeah it's quite interesting way yeah, it's really sad state of affairs yeah 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 exactly because everyone there comes into work you know that's not what they sign up for <laughs> no no of course exactly yeah, yeah that's right yeah. but so do you think then um in terms of the fashion shows and the fashion industry that we see um in pakistan which you know we always you know there's high praise for it so is there something that needs to be done do you think then in terms of the industry itself does you know needs to be new policies or does it need to be a different outlook what do you think yeah i think uh, in general these uh, uh, new policies need to be introduced but it's mm. not going to happen overnight so sure. it's going to be a gradual change so a lot of people are rising up now a lot of people are, you know because of uh, all this media attention mm. and everything a lot of people are sort of realizing that you know this kind of thing exists sure and as uh, so as more and more people talk about it i'm sure some government yeah. policies might come into effect or something at at least that protects these people yes, or any p- person mm-hmm. in any industry from exploitation yeah yes exactly yeah. yeah and and i think even when we you know even in this country i guess because we do have i mean we've had things like not i mean across the globe i guess the me too movement um exactly, this yeah. i you know and and i guess that makes the, you know the topics in this book um maybe more pertinent um so what is your opinion then so obviously the one of the characters who's mona's friend is mira who and she's the one who mm. you know throws these lavish um parties and um uh, the, the fashion shows who's yeah. obviously working with the models Yeah. So what were you hoping for readers to take from Mira's character? Yeah, I for Mira for me she was like the quintessential independent woman, you know. Right, sure. I wanted to show that you know in Pakistan su- such yes. women exist as well who okay. are like totally completely financially independent right. and you know sure. uh, who don't really care about anyone's opinion or anyone's judgment and they're just living life on their own terms. Sure, so, yeah. okay. So I wanted to show that. That aspect as well. Yeah. And it is you do have really different characters and obviously you've got yeah. I mean the one I found quite interesting is it um is it Shugufta who's kind of more practicing in terms of sh- so she's in the circle but she oh Shaida okay yeah, sorry yeah, oh, yeah, Shaida okay yeah. and um, see that one again so w- was interesting so obviously she almost feels do you think she's in conflict as a character so she's obviously part of this society and she's going to these parties but then by the same token she's kind of maybe reminding others that, oh look you know this is this yeah. is not right and you she's, know and, I, I think she's or, kind of like the queen bee who's sure. uh, refusing to let go Right. You know, okay, it's kind sure. of like, you know, who used uh-huh. to rule the society and she's like finally realizing yes. that, you know, she's not the only uh, like yes. she's sort of aging now. Right, a okay. lot of people are getting over her. So, okay, you sure. know, it's kind of I want that's what, I, what my intention was that she's like now realizing that she might not only be the yeah. queen bee, you know. Right. OK, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, no, that's fair. Yeah. And so in terms of um the... You know, like we mentioned, because they, we are talking about things um, like, obviously, a, a f- 
affairs and drugs and you know all these yeah. all these different things which you wouldn't associate i guess you know if you think about pakistan and the reason that pakistan was created was uh, to have that you know for muslims to have our you know nation state and 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 things like this and obviously if somebody like me i one of the best things i really kind of i think take back when i go back to pakistan or if i'm in a village or you know just hearing the adhan and that kind of strengthening of faith because i'm with i guess you know um i don't know you know people who are share, sharing faith but in a country which is founded upon that <laughs> you know so do you yeah. think this is what is this kind of book is it trying to say look you know um things have changed now and um we're just exploring you know what what is it is it you know some sort well, of things journey? Uh, haven't yeah. quite changed i'd say sure. uh pakistan is still a very uh Mm. faith i mean faith still plays a very mm. large part uh, in pakistan mm. and it's just a section of society i wanted to show yeah that. sure yeah yeah, yeah. which so, is yeah. section yes exactly which yeah. we don't yeah we don't always and, and uh, even for myself you know reading the book i was like oh my goodness like <laughs> you know which made the book really interesting to read and obviously it is fiction but as you said it's it's kind of grounded yeah. in in some sort of obviously reality yeah. um so we are heading um over to the break very soon so we are talking today um with avas khan who is the author of in the company of strangers um and we will be joined after break so if you do have any comments or questions you can watch up in on 0777-9481-822 um, and you can watch us on Facebook Live as well so catch you in a few moments Assalamu alaikum Assalamu alaikum this is Atif Nawaz listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. It is 10:30 on Tuesday the 25th of February. We today are talking about In the Company of Strangers by Awais Khan and I am delighted to be joined in the studio um all the way from Pakistan and obviously from London earlier this morning. Um we've had some really wonderful um discussions so far um on some of the themes of the book so we've talked a little bit about um the idea of living I guess in a patriarchal society where there are issues of um domestic abuse of of misogyny and obviously this is p- particularly obviously in the context of of Pakistan but then we discussed that actually these issues are obviously across um, across the board so even um for um you know living in the west in terms of um gender inequality um but i guess what was really interesting was also talking about the fact that the book is um based on um some of the goings on i guess in elitist um society and the things that we don't often hear about and things like modeling and the exploitation of not only female models but actually male models as well um so the main character in the book is um a character called mona and um her i guess different um uh, i guess relationship with um her husband bilal but obviously um another uh, character called um ali and some of the struggles i guess that they both are going through but even though mona is from um kind of a more wealthy background whereas ali is going through um struggles having to um you know care for his family um so what i think i really wanted to ask um um os actually is how what actually brought you into um the world of i guess writing and and publishing well um i was always an avid reader so as i say that every reader is also mm-hmm. uh, yes. uh no sorry every writer is always also a reader yeah. so uh yeah so um it wasn't until i'd done my bachelor's and masters that i mm-hmm. sort of realized that you know i wanted to write as well i'd always had this thought but i never really uh, took mm-hmm. any action on it mm-hmm. but uh, afterwards i took the faber course uh, the novel sure. writing course that mm-hmm. uh, that's that's where i uh first started writing my novel and i realized mm. that yeah, i really liked writing mm. and uh, it was there that you know we learned all about uh what publishing is so sure. they told us about literary agents and everything mm. so uh so after i i worked with an editor on my book and we sort of once we were happy with the book so i sent it off to a literary agents and as it happens you know because mm. of the competition there were a lot of rejections sure. but there were also some full manuscript requests and then i've uh, finally signed up with anet crossland in the mm. uk mm. and uh, so that's how uh, everything started and then anet all got me a deal in the uk and then in south asia as well Brilliant. so sure. that's how the journey started yeah no fantastic so would you have any kind of aspiring writers you know in our communities obviously who might be listening in yeah. or parents or teachers who work with young people do you have any advice um 
for yeah for them about you know if they really want to maybe you know yeah be an author one day oh yeah i mean the i uh, i think biggest tip would be that don't give up because mm. it is such a um demoralizing industry because sure. turn downs after turn downs rejections mm. you have to go through them all so you have to have a skin as thick as an alligator yeah, if you sure. really want to survive in the yeah. world of publishing and uh, it's very hard but it's mm. possible i mean i i tell mm. people that if if it can happen for me it can happen for anyone sure. literally i mean yeah. so uh, yeah i mean the, my advice would be that keep going and keep improving mm. yourself because writing is uh, not an exact art so mm. it's like you can keep improving sure. yourself Mm. and uh, you never know it's a very subjective market mm. uh, there's always someone out there who you know yeah. like your work yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and that's good i mean that's definitely a positive thing i mean not to just i guess persevere so, because anybody i guess coming into the arts so whether it's writing or any other art form you will those barriers are kind of very different to going into any different workplace absolutely um, i mean i'm really interested to know what was the reaction of your parents or close family members because i mean here for example um if we if we you know come home and tell our parents right i want to be an artist <laughs> i think they would not <laughs> they, they won't be overly thrilled because we still have that notion of uh, you know taking a very academic route and becoming a, a doctor lawyer i mean things are changing yeah but i think those are still there did you come up you know against the, the similar situation you know to be, uh, to be honest i didn't uh, my okay. parents were, have always been very supportive and sure. uh, I mean they're always very happy whenever something writing related happens for me and sure. uh, I mean it's not like writing is my only uh, sure. thing that I do right yeah, now but yeah. uh, but no I mean everyone in the family my um, siblings cousins everyone everyone's mm-hmm. been re- incredibly supportive and they've attended all my launches and oh, that's lovely. and it's been really nice so far yeah, yeah, so, yeah. surprisingly <laughs> no no it's good and have you had have you had launch um in pakistan or here or both uh, so or? Uh, i had my first launch was at foils charing cross oh, so fantastic. that was in uh, yeah. july last year Brilliant. and then we had a launch in dubai and uh, uh the pakistan launch is scheduled for some time in march mm-hmm. because um, sure. the book couldn't come into pakistan because of the mm-hmm. trade ban between india and pakistan uh, these days okay, so sure. simon and shuster couldn't ship it to pakistan because of mm. that so but now they figured something out a local okay, publishers uh, publishing it so we'll ha- we'll be yeah. having that launch in pakistan oh, that was so yeah. it's literally around the corners that's really it exciting. is yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and so is something like the fact that you had a you've had a deal in, in south asia obviously you know you can have a launch now um in, in march inshallah in terms of readers so this idea like ali's character that we were talking about earlier who's um struggling in terms of finances having to um support his family um and then some of maybe i don't know they're not necessarily poor decisions i guess but you know mm. they're almost done out of um mm. I, uh, what, oh my god the first words coming to my ha- mind is majburi what's, Eng- <laughs> what's english for majburi um you know i don't know haphazardly but, you know yeah you know yeah, exactly yeah. and so but do you think then this you know the, the communities i guess that ali would come from would they have an opportunity to read this book i mean are they going to have access i think know, so somehow? yeah because the yeah. um although the uk edition i mean the mm. books here they're quite affordable but because sure. of the exchange rate they become very expensive in mm. pakistan yeah yeah so obviously uh, when india or pakistan uh, publishers in indian pakistan are going to publish it it's yes. going to be very affordable yeah, yeah of course so that's yeah so, so um, i'm yeah. hoping that it reaches everyone yeah exactly because yeah. yeah it'd be really yeah, yeah absolutely you know and um i mean that's the reason i guess it's so great to have the platform of the book club show and yeah. I mean I, um, so I also run Dharma Dharma book club on a monthly basis as well um and I guess that's really what the aims um really are to make sure that we can get reading um accessible to everybody have books accessible to as many people as we can because yeah, we want to increase because obviously we all know that reading increases empathy and it helps us uh, get a, a world view that maybe we wouldn't always you know achieve so um no and, and it's great that yeah. actually you you've been able to um obviously get get the deal and and have the book um oh, yeah. for, for for people to read which i think is is brilliant um and in terms of then we were talking about see young people and and people wanting to write i mean would it be without trying to be too challenging but <laughs> because you you're saying that a lot of the stories from your own kind of observations and and experiences that maybe you've seen do you think then class comes into this this idea that if somebody wanted to be a writer but they maybe have more privilege and access to opportunities mm. but if there's somebody who's from working class background who you know there might be a young person who really wants to write what you know what what are they going to do and do you think it is just a is perseverance enough or is there more practical ways that they can mm. perhaps yeah well you know, i think that's where um, things like um, local institutions come in 
so unless the government actually steps in to uh, offer some subsidized or budget courses mm. to people uh, it's just that uh, obviously a person from a middle class background in pakistan cannot mm. afford a faber course it's very sure. expensive yeah yeah uh, but uh, i mean they can af- that's why mm. i launched my writing institute in pakistan because it's kind of like offers these courses on budget rates So Fantastic. a lot of people mm. who are not from very privileged backgrounds can join those classes. Mm. So yeah, so I think unless the government like really mm. steps in and you know sort of takes this industry seriously, yeah. uh, I don't think anything major yeah. will happen because it mm. is a very big industry. Uh, yeah. Pakistan is a country of over 200 million people mm. and mm. yet we don't have any ma- uh, mm. major publishers. We don't have any literary agents in mm. Pakistan and it's yeah. like, it's like a very untapped Uh, yes. industry i think yeah yeah absolutely and i think that's what's almost um it's i mean at least it means we've got something to work towards and obviously like you said for for your institute i mean that's yeah. absolutely amazing because we have to start creating those opportunities yeah. so so do you feel that maybe in terms of all the you know political things that are going on in pakistan obviously it's important for a government to you know um tackle those you know how they see best but do you think that's also becoming a distraction because we in terms of our heritage whether it's as uh, well as muslim pakistanis or you know even people of other faiths where it's you know all the oral history and you know we've got the poets that we've had and you know it's so rich yeah. in in you know um uh what we've achieved in the past do you think the government or the people they're just distracted do you, do you think they value actually the arts and what no, can be achieved no they don't no, no don't i don't are. think they value the, i mean mm. they don't value it enough, enough that's yeah, the thing sure. yeah, yeah yeah i mean they really need to invest in libraries like for example that's mm. a good way for people to learn uh writing i mean yeah. uh, reading is right you know yes the art of reading is learning how to write so you know unless the government literally takes it seriously mm. i mean i don't see anything really changing in no. pakistan yeah, yeah sure and i guess that's when i guess grassroots communities grassroots movements become so important um, exactly. that we have to kind of band together and, and create these opportunities for ourselves Absolutely. and for you know for yeah. other people yeah. no definitely and um so then coming back to um in the company of strangers um what was what why the title i was really interested so it's yeah it's a, it's an interesting there's an interest interesting story behind it yeah. it's like uh, i wanted to show that in uh, pakistani high society even though you're meeting friends so called mm. friends it's lit, you're actually in the company of strangers because mm. you know the the moment you turn back yeah. or you know turn your back on them it's like mm. they'll start gossiping about you so yeah. that's that's what it is it's like yeah. you're in the company of strangers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and this is a brilliant title i think and it is it does <laughs> and it's true because it's complete opposite i guess opposite of what you may be reading but you you see it you sense it like yeah. you said that yeah. any of the characters you know they might be friends or they're all, you know milling around at parties mm. yeah. but actually the the internal feeling exactly, you know yeah. and and i guess that comes back to i guess this whole um notion of of loneliness and and wanting to keep busy but actually in reality i that's obviously not the case Absolutely. so do you think that um again whether it's i mean because you've got a connection of city to the uk and to pakistan do you think in that that sense the struggles are similar do you think that the sense of loneliness no despite our lives getting busier do you think actually that sense is that's almost got worse you know the loneliness you yeah, mean yeah you know the sense of, of yeah, yeah I, i mean in pakistan that's very prevalent because uh, mm. a lot of people have like dozens of friends but mm. they don't have anyone they can really bank on yeah, in time of need mm, you sure. know and uh, i think in the uk it's uh, life is so fast paced mm. that you i don't have you never have time to feel lonely you know right, because sure. it's like you're always on the go sure so in pakistan life especially for elite uh, people in uh, high society life is has taken a certain pace so it's like sure. very slow paced and there, mm. there's a certain thing a certain number of things they'll be doing in the day mm. so th- that sort of opens up uh, the yeah. this you know this these the floodgates of loneliness yeah, for them sure. when they realize that these people are not their friends yeah. in reality yeah. and and what do you think it is from what you've observed is it like a is it a sense of competition or or is it you know is it about you know the search for s- status and just wanting that you know w- um w- yeah it is it? like a never ending search for s- status and trumping each other i mm, think it's like okay. you know if someone's bought uh, what this thing i'll buy something even better and show yeah, show okay. that and 
but at the end of the day it's there's mm. still unhappiness you know yeah, sure. because material things can only bring you that much happiness and satisfaction you see no exactly yeah. and i think i mean we have a term here <laughs> i think it's called like keeping up with the joneses this idea that you're <laughs> na- you know you're always you know one, they're going to have a new sofa i'm going to have a better sofa Absolute. or a car yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously you know it happens yeah. um which yeah i mean obviously there, there's a sadness to it but i think that's it in terms of um society at the moment wherever you are the chase for materialism is just so great that's true and so what do you think that you know we were talking a little bit before about um faith and obviously for example inspiring him you know uh, you know our listeners predominantly um muslim and is there you know is faith something we should all fall back on do you think in terms of you know in this chase of, of, of world and worldly things is that something we should fall back on or what is it that we need to be doing to avoid you know, I don't know if you have an opinion on that. I or, don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think <laughs> I'm the right person to be offering any opinion on that. But. Well, I mean, okay, if I reframe the question, yourself then, yeah. what do you do in terms of, you know, creating a sense of, like, I guess, mindfulness where, you know, you must be, like you said, you know, you've, you've had a launch, you're going to have one in, in yeah. March and all, all of this, you know, amazing things that are happening. Yeah. What do you do for yourself then to kind of, um, you know, kind of earth yourself or, or hone back in of, I mean, I don't know. I, think, I might not even be necessary. Yeah, I, mean, I'm just I, I think I think charity yeah. is a very good way to do that. Uh, I think uh, sure. so. My yeah. aunt runs a very good charity in uh, mm-hmm. Lahore, and uh, so we always sort of make a point of uh, sure. donating something there. And I think yeah. that's a, feel, a feeling of uh, peace. Yeah, you know, that sure, comes exactly. from it. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because obviously with the character mm-hmm. of Ali, who's obviously struggling, I guess this idea if we didn't have all those inequalities in society, yeah. if we weren't able to help others like all the time, yeah. potentially that would help even, you know, the, somebody like Mona or Bilal or the other characters exactly, here, if they yeah. could maybe be a bit more giving. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's a really interesting, um, uh, I guess, way of looking at it. Um, so is there anything in terms of what you know what what next for you so obviously you've got this book but what are you hoping um yes so i've finished my next book uh, my second mm. novel and it's uh, going out on submission very soon to publishers Brilliant. and it's yeah. uh, it's about honor killing in pakistan oh, okay, so it tackles sure. a very grim a very serious subject but mm. i hope that i've done justice to it and sure. uh, my agent is very excited she says mm. that uh, i've written a good book yeah, but uh, let's see Okay, how, sure. How yeah, it's yeah. received by publishers, yeah. Yes, exactly. And I guess so that's another um, thing we don't... Obviously, it's a lot in the media now. Um, yeah. And, I mean, the, the interesting I think thing for me is the idea of honour killing and calling it honour killing. I mean, do you not feel that actually it's just... It's just it's just murder, right? It's just another form of, you know. Yeah, plain so and simple, you, yeah. Yes, exactly. So do you think by calling it an honor killing, I understand why it's termed that, obviously yeah. because it's rooted in a certain, I guess, um, attitude towards, you know, women. Yeah. But do you think it racializes it? Do you think it suddenly becomes a thing where, oh, well, this type of killing mm-hmm. is just what Muslim Pakistanis do, mm. you know? Or, or do you think, it's important to have that, uh, you know. It's not something that only Muslims do, to be honest. No, I mean, of course. It yeah, happens yeah. so much in India as well. Yeah. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think even in the West, it's happening a lot. Yeah. A, a lot. So, and honor killing has like many meanings to it. So sure. it's not only about a daughter marrying uh, against mm. the family's will or something, mm. or someone having a child out of yes, say wedlock or something. Mm. It's it it is it can be anything at all. Sure. So yeah, that's why I think uh, it this. this word resonates with so many mm, sure. so it is plain and simple murder yeah but sure. uh, yeah it's i think it's important so, so. To, important to show what kind of murder it is and why it's happening and sure. what what we'll we can do that. to stop it you know yes absolutely yeah. and again you know it's it's a, it's something hopefully you know your the book will yeah you create those conversations that's what which I, we yeah, need to that's have that's what i hope it'll do yeah 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 absolutely no no that's it's it's so good and so when should that when will that be out so we all oh, cuz well, are waiting and uh, we can well <laughs> i i mean i hope well, that it'll uh, come out soon because it's yeah. going out on submission yet now and sure, you, so you, I mean nobody can know yeah. when the publishers will respond no, but hopefully course. soon yeah no, no, <laughs> and so what what is the best way for anybody who's listening in to um, get in touch with you or follow your work uh, you well you I'm uh, very active on social media so okay. they can just follow me on Aves Khan author uh, okay. most of my social media accounts are on that uh, okay brilliant that okay, handle so yeah sure and the institute that you were talking about do you want to talk a little bit oops Daisy I just dropped a bit um, <laughs> would you like to talk a little bit about um, 
that in terms of the work that you're doing in Pakistan? Because you said obviously you're, you, it's opportunities for people to access you know different courses. Yeah. Um, so it's called what is it again? Sorry? The Writing Institute. The Writing Institute. Yeah. Sorry, yes. And um, so how long has that been running? And, and so it's been yeah. it's been going on for a few years now, and yeah. uh, it's like. Um, yeah, I, I get a lot of people ranging from, you know, students to housewives to sure. elderly people as well. Like, oh, brilliant. you know, yeah. who, everyone who's, who, who, who've always harbored a dream to write a mm. novel, you know, one day and then yeah. they see this course being offered and it's an, an, on an affordable yeah. price. Okay. It's not something that'll cost them like thousands of dollars or anything. So yeah, sure. then they sort of sign up and yeah. it's really fun. I think more than the fact that it, I consider it to as a, um, like a, my hobby in a way, you know, sure. it's something I really enjoy doing. Yeah. So that's the main purpose behind it because I wanted yeah. sort of that to mm. be with me in Pakistan. Yeah. Because Pakistan is not a very literary country, so I had no, to, you sure. know, have some connection. No, no, absolutely. So, no, that's yeah. good. And I think it's always nice when you, when your work is something that you love. I mean, you know, it becomes a passion, and it, I think it, it does. always, yeah. you know, that's yeah. that's you know, yeah, absolutely, it's such a blessing. Um, now to to come back to then um, in the company of strangers, one question I really was interested to ask you was the character Bilal, who's Mona's um, husband, husband, who obviously is not a nice guy. If we <laughs> if yeah, we put yeah. it quite simply, yeah. um, you know, in the way he treats his wife, um, you know, and, and the way I think his general outlook on women. Um, now, do you think? There's an aspect to your writing when you're exploring, I guess, his character through the book, where I kind of think, you know, are you, were you trying to um, almost humanize him? Because at one point he's talking about, because he's just, you know, treated Mona very badly, you know, physically abused her. But then he's got this internal monologue where, oh, but it's only because I, I love her. So, or whatever it might be. What was what were you, what was the aim of that? Your you know? questions are gonna get me into trouble. Oh. <laughs> They're very controversial. <laughs> but uh, no, I I don't uh, think uh, I, I I wanted to humanize him. But yeah, you see, human nature it's not entirely white and it's not entirely black. Yes, you see, so true. there are always gray shades uh, mm. in every human uh, human being. Mm. So yeah, he is he he is an absolutely horrible person. Yeah. and uh, whatever he does, it, there's no mm -hmm. excuse for it. But mm. uh, I wanted to show what goes on in his mind. Like mm. there are sure. times when he regrets his actions, mm. but his nature is such that he can't really control himself. And sure. But yeah. that doesn't still doesn't excuse his behavior. But mm. I just you know that's yeah, that's yeah. how you create a multi-dimensional character. Exactly. So you yeah, know yeah. there's a single track character and then there's a multi-dimensional mm. character which is more interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And I think no, I mean that was the reason I'm asking because yeah. actually I thought it was it was kind of important in a way that that you did that because you yeah. don't want to just make oh the the body or the villain in the story every one Absolutely. dimension because that's yeah. unfair yeah. it's unfair and it's not really true to to you know the the form of writing i guess yeah. but um but yeah no it was just something interesting <laughs> that was kind of, i think it was more out of anger I'm feeling really angry about this man exactly and having to hear what his you know justification was was just like yeah. oh, you know i think yeah, <laughs> it was absolutely, coming yeah. more from that but yeah. but um so then i guess the, the protagonist then with with mona what would you imagine would be her kind of you know, if there was if was good, if there was going to be a happy ending yeah. or something, what what would you hope for somebody like Mona and, and Ali actually? Yeah, I would hope for something like I would uh, I would wish that she had financial independence. Oh, that okay. is how she would be able to follow her mm. dreams or whatever her wishes were. Yeah, I mean, unless you have financial, you, <clears throat> if you don't have financial independence, then you can't yeah. you're shackled, you know, yes, no matter sure. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's the point I was trying to make that it's no, very yeah. important to have financial independence. Yeah, and it's such a it, it is actually yeah. a very important point because yeah. even you know again when we talk about abuse, we might you know talk about the physical aspect of it, yeah. but actually you know the the other controlling nature is if especially oh, yes. if if you, if you're a woman, you don't have financial independence. Mm. The yeah, I mean, the, the, you end up foregoing almost yeah. um, a, a sense of freedom. And Absolutely. then if you end up in a situation which isn't desirable in terms of a marriage or, or a relationship, yeah. obviously that can be yeah. really have a negative yeah. impact. And and so was that the idea then of showing Mira as kind of almost in the opposite, where she's yeah, a bit more Yeah, it's kind controlled. of like a mirror. Not yeah. a mirror, but yeah, it's kind yeah. of like the opposite. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, and, and that's good. that's good to know. Because even I think sometimes, you know, as... Muslims and Pakistanis, we have, I think, a cultural notion of, um, obviously, the 
man or the husband kind of uh, being the breadwinner yeah. but actually we forgot we forget that even in our own faith even islamically you know the first you know the prophet um prophet's wife you know saying khadija she was an independent woman financially independent was, if yeah. anything she was obviously supporting the prophet through her own wealth yes. and you know these role models are so important to i guess fall back on and not Absolutely. to forget you know i guess that Absolutely, that yeah. notion and, and that's really yeah. um yeah so definitely i think that sense of you know women and and I guess empowerment, but also um, with Ali and the struggles that he goes through. And you know, like I said, those having those different characters gives mm. you really good insight into you know what you were, I guess mm. you know trying to achieve through the book, which is yeah. you know wonderful to read. Um, so, do you think that then is there any other message or um, you know you'd want your readers to to take from it that maybe we haven't? Really, I don't know, discuss today or... I think you've yeah. pretty much covered it. Have I? Oh, I've been really good today, yes. <laughs> no, you've been a really good guest, that's no, why. No, no, and we've kind of... No, no, right. that's... Uh, but... um, And and where can people actually... If so, anybody who hasn't read the book, where, yeah. can, where can they um, so get copy? So it's available at Waterstones and Brilliant. it's available at Foils. And Foils have Foils have placed it in their highlights, actually. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, you can find it at the Charing Cross uh, branch and... Okay. Uh, if uh, it's all obviously available Amazon, Amazon as well, sure. if you uh, yes. don't have access to a bookstore near you, sure. but it should be available everywhere. WH Smith, Blackwell's, okay, everywhere so in, the, yeah. in the UK. So you can, okay, brilliant, yeah. you can purchase it. And then, so how has your journey been? Because this is only, like you said, July of last year is yeah. when you, and what what's it felt like, you know, having your book out there and for yourself? I, th- I yeah. think this this uh, thing has its ups and downs because, mm. you know, you get all kinds of reviews, you know? Yes, So, course, you sure. know, the good ones really make your day and then you yeah. read the bad ones, you're and like, you maybe I am a terrible writer, oh, no. you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, you know, it's, it has its sure. ups and downs. But for of the course. most part, I think it has been absolutely brilliant. The yeah. journalists have been abs- extremely kind. Mm. The reviews in newspapers have been phenomenal. And uh, most yeah. of my readers have also been really uh, supportive, very encouraging. And it's been a wonderful journey so far. I know that's that's yeah. you know it's good to know. And obviously, yeah. yeah, I can understand the ups and downs, but yeah. obviously that's obviously with any with anything. Yeah. But you know, just to have, I guess, the the book out there in the world, and you know, seeing the photos of it on social exactly. media, it must be yeah. really, you know, lovely. And having and obviously, like I mentioned, we um, the book club I run have also been. Um, reading the book and it was just and it's nice I think in terms of representation as well the fact that we're able to have access to Mm. um you know different Mm. different writers for all the different stories that you wouldn't always be able to hear and it's so um great yeah just to be able to celebrate that and you know because representation is such a you know an important thing um, so I don't know if you have any final words because we are now heading to the end no, of the I show. No, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure to be here and thank you so much for having me. No, thank you so much for obviously coming. It's been absolutely wonderful talking to you today. <laughs> and I will be back with the book club show in a couple of weeks with um, obviously a different book um, and different uh, themes and topics to discuss. I hope you do have a lovely uh, week um, in the meantime and hopefully the weather is going to get a little bit better. But um, I will see you soon. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.